You're listening to Product Manage Her, the podcast dedicated to creating a safe space for women in product management careers. From transitioning into product to a deep dive into the first few months on the job, our hope is to provide an authentic look into product management from a woman's perspective. And I'm your host, Blair Presley. Let's dig in. I get a lot of questions and DMs about specific product career challenges that I'm thrilled to be able to use this space to answer your questions directly. If you're ready to gain perspective and strategies to be able to get unstuck in your product management journey, keep listening. What to do when you've been trying to pivot in to product for six months or more Super, super common question and an unfortunate reality for a lot of people that I speak with like week to week. So um, first thing that I want to acknowledge is terminology matters. So notice that I use the term pivoting into product, not breaking in. I'm a big believer that breaking in may insinuate that this is a place that you don't belong which I couldn't couldn't disagree with more, okay? So I want us to first remove the term breaking in uh, to product. It's hard. I've been guilty sometimes of slip because I read it so much, but really you're not breaking in anywhere. You're pivoting, you're transitioning, you're transferring. You are, you are changing, but you are not breaking in. You belong, okay? You belong in this space. So let's just change our mindset, change our our way of viewing it, or even our way of saying it, um, to be a little bit more intentional about what we are attempting to do. So on to the question, if it's been six months or more, you've got to pause for a moment and take stock of what this process has been like for you. Six months can mean a bunch of different things. Is it six months of going hard in the paint, like you have been trying vigorously for a long time? Or is it six months of passiveness? Let's start with the latter. If you've been passive for six months and you haven't been trying or you haven't been able to pivot into product yet, um, it may be due to your passive nature. This isn't a role that you can like, for most of us, passively hop into without uh, effort. Okay. Uh, the I applied to a role a month situation is not going to cut it given the sheer, sheer competitive nature of product management for most of us. So actually, I should probably pause there and say that there's so many ways um, to consider this process or there's so many different ways that people have done it previously. So um, I would say that if I if I say that you can't do this one way, there's always going to be one person in the room that's like, aha, Blair, yes, I, yes, I have. I did it that way. But for the, for the majority of my clients, for the majority of people that I meet, this is not how it is happening in, in present time, okay? So just if you're that one person that you found success in the opposite of what I talk about, great on you, like proud of you, but just know that you are the exception and not typically the rule, okay? So first things first, if you have been passive, we need to shift. Maybe you've been passive in past roles, or maybe you've been passive to get into your last role in project management because you had 
years and years of project management experience or you're a passive transitioning into whatever role that you're in, it is unlikely to lead you to success or unlikely to lead you to the outcome that you desire in product management. Okay? Highly unlikely. So let's let's figure out a way to be a little bit more intentional and more assertive um, about our approach as opposed to like, I'm like casually dating this whole product management thing. So that's one. Could be a key reason why you haven't done it yet. On the other side of that coin, if you have been pretty aggressive, you're like, no, Blair, I have been going hard for six months and still nothing. Um, there's not one thing that it can be, but a couple of things that I want to to mention to you for you to consider if this is you, if it has been a while, you've tried, you've tried hard, you feel like you are at a breaking point and you don't know what to do. First thing that I want you to do is to stop, pause. I know that seems like counterintuitive given that I just said, if you've been passive, you're going to have to step it up a notch. But again, if you have been aggressive, I actually now need you to stop because there's likely obviously something that you're doing that isn't working and we need to take stock of that. If you have been really aggressive and you haven't been able to do it yet, and maybe you have been really aggressive with your applications, but you aren't getting interviews, it is possible that A, it's your resume, or B, you are applying to a role that's just not a great fit. Let's start with the resume. If you have been, for example, and I'll just use project management just for, it's just easier for the time being. Um, But if you have been a project manager your entire career, and you feel that that's very adjacent to product, and the recruiter can obviously see the connection, like surely they see the connection between product and project. So I'll just use my existing resume, maybe with some small tweaks, um, and submit that in for for applications and hope that that works. That is uh, a part of the problem. You have to make it ultra easy for hiring managers and recruiters alike to see your value and and build the bridge or, or bridge the gap rather of what you were doing to what you want to do. Okay. So if you are talking about project management all throughout your resume and have lots of mentions of on time within scope and on budget, you are proving to folks that you are a great project manager but that means nothing really, or means very little for product management. There's nothing there about user research, user interviews, roadmaps, backlogs, working within an agile environment, partnering with with sales, marketing, development, design, et cetera. There's lots of things missing if we're only focusing on the project management skills that you've honed over time. So that's just an example, again, using project management. Start with your resume, make sure that it is telling the story that it needs to tell For you as a product manager, okay, let's just say that it is uh, not so much your resume if you've actually done that well, but maybe you're just applying for the wrong role. So for example, something I see a lot, maybe this is someone with, uh, I would say, a tapestry of experience, including customer success, project, and maybe business development at a time, or, you know, in their past. So they feel that they are qualified for like lead product manager role to group product manager or principal product manager as their first product role. Highly unlikely. 
I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it is highly unlikely for your first role to be a lead group, head of, director, any of that. I've seen it happen, believe it or not, on a um, on a few, for a few, maybe like less than a handful of clients. Um, but it is, again, the, the exception, not the rule. So again, the point that I'm making there is that if you are focusing on your first time product management transition and you're applying for the wrong stuff, this process is going to take longer for you inherently. Your application strategy has to fit you. It has to fit your background. So um, if you are just starting out, maybe an associate role makes more sense. Maybe a product role at the right organization with the with the right need for the maybe the domain experience that you bring to the table is a benefit. So it could be one of those two things, whether it's the the resume or the uh, applying for roles that just aren't a good fit. If I can build on that a little bit more, I, I I'm, I'm thinking of clients who have some product experience, maybe two years, maybe, and feel like they're suddenly ready for that senior product manager role. Again, I've seen it happen. But if it's taking you six months or more, maybe the market is telling you that maybe you're not ready. Maybe you're actually getting the interview, but you're not advancing in that interview stage because after talking to you, it may sound as if you're probably better suited as a PM, not a senior PM. Okay? And that can be a tough one to kind of grapple with when you are ready or when you feel that you're ready for a senior PM role or you want something different. Maybe the something different needs to be a different industry, a different product, a different different company, different vertical, something of that nature, but maybe not senior level. Making that leap when you're not ready or when you are not able to adequately articulate your skills in that way will delay your progression into finding a a new product role um, relatively quickly. It could be a situation also where you are just not getting feedback, right? You're doing all this interviewing and you have no idea of what you're doing wrong and you have no idea of how to get it in the interview. That's something my clients and I talk about all the time is don't just interview and turn this into an interrogation, a space where you're just answering questions because you view this as a one-way conversation. It's absolutely bi-directional. It should be a space for you to not only interview them, but also to get feedback on how they perceive you. Now, there there are nuances in how you should handle that. It's not always an easy process and something that you know, we discuss in coaching a lot is how to make sure that you leave the interview understanding uh, how you performed or how they view your view you as a candidate. Unrelated, but I'll tie it back in, I promise. I had an amazing first manager who I've talked about on the podcast um, a time or three, probably. But a piece of advice that he gave me was, you know, he said, Blair, you should never walk into your performance review not already knowing what the feedback will be. Don't let that be a surprise. Make sure that you're getting feedback throughout the year so that you're ultra clear and you have an idea of what what the conversation will be when you enter into your performance review. Similarly, I don't want any of my clients to leave interviews without an idea of how they performed. 
So if they are rejected, don't let it, let's, let's find a way for it to not be a surprise. You are clear when you leave what they like about you and what is the thing that they're unsure about. Okay. Without that knowledge, you may be unable to improve or get better in this interview process to be able to close the deal. So it's ultra important that you leave with some, um, that you leave with some feedback about how you performed, what they believe about you, um, and create opportunity, honestly, to clear up any misconceptions. So if it's taking you six months or more to try to pivot into product, you've got a couple of things to be mindful of. One, is it your your aggressiveness, meaning is it your space, meaning have you been able to dedicate the time that's required to be successful in the space and not made it a, like a passive, I kind of apply when I see a role here and there type of thing? Or have you been very intentional and created a process that works for you? If it's taken, if you have been pretty aggressive and pretty intentional about your process, I'd recommend that you pause and you reset and you determine where the gap is. What is it that you're not doing or what is it that isn't translating um, as value to, to organizations? And it could be in your resume. It could be in how you tell your story. It could be in how you interview. So there are lots of different spaces there where that could be some, some like barriers or blockages for you. So I would say first, if you're not getting interviews, it is likely your resume or how you are applying. So maybe you're applying for the wrong role. However, if you are getting interviews, we can uh, feel relatively safe that your resume is sufficient, but it's, there's a disconnect in how your value is being conveyed. Okay? So that's not a space for you to pause and say, well, I'm getting interviews, but I'm still not converting. Let me change my resume. No, the resume's done its job. You're getting interviews. It's the interview. Is it how you are telling your story? Is it how you are making bridges or making connections to product management from your old career? Is it how you are clearing up any misconceptions about your experience? Are you getting feedback along the way? Those are the common areas that clients generally have to fix or tweak to be able to convert into, into their product role. Okay. So if it's taking you six months or more, it's generally one of those things. As always, if you have questions about this, if you'd like to discuss this more, I am available to you um, either on LinkedIn or on Instagram or on my website. So LinkedIn, easily found, is just my name, Blair Presley. On Instagram, B-L-A-I-R-P-R-E-S. Or my website, which is BlairPresley.com. So B-L-A-I-R-P-R-E-S-L-E-Y.com. Let me know what you think. Thanks for listening to the show today. I'm Blair Presley, and you've been listening to Product Manage Her. If you'd love to learn more, listen to other episodes, or learn more about transitioning into product management, head over to ProductManageHer.com, where you can find show notes, more episodes, and insights on how to transition in. Also, I'd love it if you would engage with me on my Instagram page. Say hello, send me a DM, and you can find me at Blair Press. That's B-L-A-I-R 
P-R-E-S. And lastly, if you found this episode helpful, do me a favor and subscribe, rate, and review so that others can find the show too. Thanks a million and talk soon.